Welcome back to Insert Podcast Name Here. Uh, since we still haven't figured out a name, although it might Watch be that become the name. Insert Podcast Here is not a terrible name. Um, uh, 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 but uh, it could be Pit Crew, could be something else. We'll figure it out. Uh, my name is Steve. I am your game mother, your dungeon mommy, if you will. And uh, we are back in our wonderful world of the fold with my wonderful players, the Pit Crew. How are you all doing today, Pit Crew? Doing excellent, sir. Outstanding. I feel very cocooned and and safe in my dirt mound. In your dirt mound, <laughs> indeed. Well, before we get back to the recap, let's do a quick little around the room introduction, and we will start with you, Kelsey Steven, playing as Merritt Grimclank. Uh, I am Aaron, and I am playing Scratch. I'm Ron Leota, and I am playing everybody's failing bard, Tama. <laughs> Excellent. Now I have just another... sounds like I'm always saying that I'm failing at everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you Every didn't fail last week. Uh, your last role was well, your second to last role or third to last role was the quite important role. The most important <laughs> role. Although we don't know because I think you ended on a crit fail. Oh, I did. Um, so the last session you ended on it you had amazing heights of success and the lows of of, of failure Uh, okay well we are gonna recap uh what happened in our first episode as uh we were introduced to the pit crew they were all camping a few miles outside of david's town in the hourglass herd mountains uh uh, after like some training sessions with Lanik, their champion who pilots the champion armor for the great sport, they, you know, had a little bit of conversation, a little bit of uh, like appreciation of each other, some team unity bonding. Then a naked Lanik put on some clothes and went to bed. Um, <laughs> and Like you do. And immediately afterward, some trouble was afoot. Some trouble that... Tama and Scratch and Merritt all got themselves into as they investigated some strange lights that ended up not being other campfires in the distance, but magical cylindrical stone slabs with strange like letters or runes or something on them that isn't identifiable. It was quickly discovered that uh, by Tama that these had abjuration or potential portal magic. There was an attempt to wake up Lanik that didn't work out. Uh, eight of the lights kind of finished the circle in each main direction, uh, north, south, east, west, and in between those. And uh, then it became apparent that they needed to GTFO. So they did so by failing to put Lanik in the wagon, tying him up and wrapping him up in blankets and pillows, you know, to soften the being dragged behind two horses pulling a wagon full speed <laughs> on dirt paths in a mountain range crossing and did that fairly successfully as the world began to disappear beneath them and behind them with a natural 20 and an amazing swinging manipulation and a persuasion to finally get merit to just like even gently slow it down for a millisecond they were able to get Lanik back into the wagon as the final of the earth beneath them disappeared ended at the circle ring of glowing things and stopped and they could see in the behind them as they sped away that there was a deep bowl of earth in the form of a deep crater now and it was just gone but not for long because it fell on them 
<laughs> at the end of the last episode. And that is where we left off. And so that is where we will pick up. Scratches last thought as I get buried is why would anyone make a spell like this? <laughs> <laughs> Thomas' last thought as he's being buried is oh shit, I'm being buried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Scratch and Merit, you rolled well on your deck saves. Tama, not so much. Nope. We'll start with Scratch. Scratch, you. There's only blackness around you for a moment as you kind of looked up and saw just this pouring of brown <laughs> and earth. So, so it's like a Looney Tunes cartoon when the character notices the piano. Yeah, the piano's coming. <laughs> the shadows just... And, and, and everything. And so you were able to cover your mouth. You were able to squint your eyes closed so that none of it got there. And your eyes are still closed because you can feel it all around you. You know that it's dirt. Yeah. And what do you do? Um, I'm able to, am I able to breathe at all? Or? You can't really breathe much. All right. You can take like a light breath in, but the moment you take anything more than just the most subtle, uh, dirt pours, but you do notice that because you tried to like breathe in a little bit more at the beginning, mm -hmm. the dirt around you is fairly loose. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna try and like dig... I guess dig slash wriggle like so. Hold on, I saw if it you could mark this so out. So I had me. time to like prepare and basically <laughs> hunker down. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna try and like dig myself to a standing position. At okay. Least. Um. Uh. So you dig up. Um. And you realize as you're digging up, you're making progress, even though some dirt is falling back in because you're mm -hmm. fairly close yeah, to the top. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, thank God it wasn't all the dirt from <laughs> you. Claw your way to the surface like a zombie popping its hand out from grave, except yours is a dirt-covered paw, <laughs> and sort of pulls yourself so that your head can breathe. And and when you look around, it's weird. So this is a forest, like it's a wood. Uh, it's not dense forest, but you know there's pine trees and everything like that. And then there's like moss and grass and rocks. But this new dirt that had just fallen from this massive sphere of this massive section has just yardscaped, landscaped the 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 area around you into one smooth pile of brown. It's just dirt as far as you can see, kind of gently sloping off from a mound. So you see trees popping out of it, but there's no bushes. It's too high for that. There's no uh, uh, underbrush. There's no grass or moss. It's just trees and dirt. <laughs> and that's what you see. About how deep, how tall or deep is the dirt? Like uh, two, you feet? can't 100% tell. Okay. But you're looking at about 100 feet. 100 feet deep? Deep. Wow. Yeah. So I'm the first one. You're um, the first one up. All right. I'm going to start looking for the other two. Hmm. All right. Uh, Who is closest to me? Roll a perception check. <laughs> Who is closest to me when the dirt fell? Uh, to you would be Tama. Uh, Technically, okay. you were all relatively close because you were all on the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> we're off to signature Aaron. Uh, Aaron signature Blaylock start for Aaron. <laughs> Triple A Ron start. What did you get? <sighs> Ooh, bringing the heat. I've, that's a nine total. It's always good to blow on your hands because your <laughs> dice are so hot. Um, uh, nine total means that you don't immediately perceive anything, but you know that you were all relatively close to each other. And mm -hmm. whereas you might have moved a little bit, you'd probably be in the same area. So it wouldn't make sense for you to 
you know, like wander, if you will. If I cast alarm, could I set it so that it only won't alarm against me? And then, d like, does it tell me where they are? Or just Ooh. that they're And what's the, the area room? of alarm? Uh, 20 feet or up to 20 feet. So what's nice about that is you can cast it down. Mm -hmm. And so you could cast it. Mm -hmm. And then if it doesn't make a noise, then you know they aren't there. And then you could cast it in a different section. And okay. if it doesn't make a noise. So you could use it kind of like a little metal detector. Metal detector. Yeah. yeah. That's well, I've got really one, smart. I've got one cast of it left. <laughs> so I'm going to go uh, back down to where I initially was. I'm mm. going to climb back down and then just cast it there. So it should be, yeah, 20 foot cube around me and up. All right, um, roll a d20 okay. with advantage. The DC is not high. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, come on, are you Aaron! <laughs> Aaron! <laughs> you are literally the worst. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled eight twice <laughs> yeah <sighs> i set that dc oh. so, well, was it was it eight on the die or was it oh eight on the die oh um, it was just a luck roll oh right? luck? So there's nothing to oh, okay to okay oh okay okay i tried <laughs> okay. i give you advantage and i put the dc at 10 and you still fail. <laughs> so Good it's thing a I great like plan characters <laughs> <laughs> it's a great plan but you hear nothing on the alarm okay at the same time, Merit, you were in a state of panic and crying before you were buried alive in dirt. Now you're buried alive in dirt. I'm going to say that your deck save gave you enough awareness to like look up and understand. It's like, oh no, that's a lot of earth falling down on top of me. Like, uh, this is just like survive at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um can try and find daylight. <laughs> I am going to have you roll insight. All right, you start digging past the kind of loosest dirt. You crawl up. Your mo your little purple shock of hair is all caked with dirt. You're disgusting and grainy feeling. You don't see scratch because they dug themselves down, but you do see like another like little pit kind of near you, like within about 10 feet of where you're currently standing, now that you're standing on top of the dirt. It's cat paw prints around. <laughs> oh, cat paw prints. Scratch! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Where's Toma? I don't know. Looking for him. Uh. <laughs> Alright, I need both of you to roll investigate. All right. Don't worry. I'm not going to kill Tom for a session for getting a one on Roll a, a new character. It's all good. Tom is out. All what? that cool shit, the art and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Investigate. We'll just go ahead and send the artist some more money. <laughs> we need a new character. 14 for me. Four for me. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the four, I think I, think I found him. Yeah, I think Merritt keeps finding a rock and being like, it's Tama. It's Tama. Nope. Scratch, you have a better instinct because you take a look at where Merritt was mm -hmm. and then where you were. Yeah. And it gives you kind of like an area of focus to dig around now. Because you're like, well, if Merritt was at the front of the wagon, 
and that was roughly there then there's like this much kind of like looseness on where we could kind of end up okay and so that gives you with a 14 that gives you enough to do that but you're still digging yeah I gotta climb back down and then tunnel around. Tunnel around, like I'm playing Minecraft, now. like like a little Minecraft, like a dig dug, yeah, like a dig dug. Is it? Is, can uh, can we license diggy diggy hole? For this? <laughs> Just in the background. None of you are dwarfs. <laughs> it's a small party, not a medium but thick boy party. <laughs> Tama, complete blackness around you. You didn't see this coming. You have no idea. Like right now, you are. Com feeling compressed okay and you can't see anything good bad bad <laughs> probably not great uh do i know i am buried roll insight <laughs> yeah uh that is an eight <laughs> an eight you do not know you are a little panicked right now yeah i am um you realize you're underneath our fighter's penis <laughs> so now you found yourself in the new champion with <laughs> found yourself in the lake compromise with the eight insight i'm gonna say i panic because i'm convinced that i am in like an elemental plane yeah. of earth yeah right. like i think i'm in a, oh. i mean i think i'm in a dirt plane where this is the existence and i am yeah. not a burrowing creature and this is really bad <laughs> um i just panic and just just like uh uh try to dig but i don't know do, which do way you have way. any spells that you could use i guess i could i could use thunder wave would you use thunder wave? <laughs> yes <laughs> hell <Would> yeah tama <laughs> In a panic? Yes, I, uh, uh, I I chose to make myself a little bit of a uh, wisdom save there and rolled an eighteen. So I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say yes. I will use nice. thunder wave. All right, so use thunder wave. You don't have to roll for it. The okay. dirt doesn't save. Cool. Um, <laughs> and you blast all things coming off of you outward by ten feet. This is really interesting for you two. <laughs> so. Is is Merritt down in the tunnels with Scratch, or is Merritt kind of up top? I I think Merritt would be like halfway down. Like, do you need <laughs> me to to help you or him out? If so, if you start falling in, I could maybe get a rope or a branch or like something to. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, uh, uh, Scratch, you you announced that you were tunneling around. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and everything. I'm tunneling directly towards where I'm reasonably like the area that I'm reasonably certain he's in. So, because of the laws of how magic works in the world of the fold, magic has an interface. Interestingly, with physics, if magic can't do something, it doesn't just not like how D and D often describes it, like. Oh, if someone's against the wall and it pushes them 10 feet, but they're against the wall, it doesn't push them 10 feet. Now, that force is still applied no matter what to everything equivalently, because it's not like a force of of momentum. It's a force magically that just suddenly appears this big old block. <laughs> and so your thunder wave works very well. Dirt explodes uh, around you from 10 feet as a cube from you, right? And so dirt just explodes out in all directions. And if someone were standing on the surface, they'd just see it just like pop with a, like a little like blast of dirt, like yeah. a little like like a little C4 explosion yeah. underground um, and everything. And then you get the ability to like see and you can see that there's dirt everywhere and that it's movable. And you actually can take in a breath because you pushed everything away. Okay. Um, roll a uh, 
dexterity save for uh, uh, Scratch and a strength or dex um, save for merit, probably strength. I think you get plus five to your strength saves. I have yet to roll another 10. Uh, so you, you fail. 12. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The 19 plus five saving throw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so we're going to say with your saving throw, you see Scratch scrambling out like, and the tunnel sort of collapsing that had been made. This is looser dirt. And uh, Merritt will say that you reach down, grab Scratch by the tail, and just yank Scratch out of it nice. as it sort of caves in on itself. Now that you see things, you are welcome to dig out. Um, I will do you, so. You <laughs> and then, like, a moments later, you see Tama just digging himself out of the, uh, out of the dirt pile. And the three of you are reunited. Oh, thank the gods, I'm still in the fold. Dope. Uh, now we need to go back down for Lannick. Oh, yeah. Let's yep. do it. <laughs> what, right. that, what just happened? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but let's find Lannick and figure that out later. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> if you need a moment to catch your breath, I understand. Uh, but I'm going back down. Okay. Uh, oh, um, investigate rolls uh, to find Lannick. All right. Oh my god! <laughs> what did you get? Natural one. Uh, you're pretty sure Lannick probably just got up and left. <laughs> like he was in a coma before. Nothing yeah. wakes you up from a coma like a dirt uh, pile slamming down on top of you. A dirt nap. <laughs> and he's big. He's very tall. Eighteen for merit. Eighteen for merit. I take a deep breath and get back to my senses, and then roll an eighteen. 18. Okay, well, thankfully, because of Merritt and Tama, like, Scratch just starts digging, right? Like, yeah. just dig, 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 dig down. And everything, no real plan. I'm, 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 I'm thinking that uh, the natural one is basically her going like, okay, well, we got, it's, we've got all three of us, and it's been X amount of time, and Lannix in, in a coma. He's probably gonna die any second now. So she's just... Panic digging. Yeah. Right? Merritt and Tama, you based off of where you came up maybe there's a little bit of discussion maybe you just sort of nod to the situation start doing like like uh, uh essentially circle arc patterns sort of around uh where uh scratch is digging so that you have maximum chance of like catching an edge of the wagon that he's in uh and so you dig and you dig and you dig and it seems like forever but it's like 20 30 seconds uh, because again, the dirt is not hard packed for the most part. So it's easy to move through very fast and multiple of you have claws. So you, you get down and you feel the wagon. Uh, we're going to say that Merritt feels the wagon and Tama <laughs> feels another thing that's very important. The horses. <laughs> so the horses are fully buried in the dirt. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> the horses. So, I am now going to do this because I assume you yell out to scratch. So the scratch is just digging off in the yeah. 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 Um, uh, Way the, off uh, in the distance. All right. I'm going to have each of you three times do a athletics or acrobatics check. I'll, I'll, I'll let this be acrobatics even though it shouldn't. Just because there's no... 
decks because I move fast today. So how do you want them? Do you you want three of them? Do yeah, you want I want to each three do of one them. and let then give know. it to you. Yeah, to, like what do you want us to do? If you roll any natural ones, if you roll any natural twenties, and if uh, and then how many of your rolls are uh, a fifteen or above? <laughs> Two of my rolls are fifteen or above. Okay. Those no my nets. I have one of them's in that one. And one of them is exactly 15. Okay. And then what were yours, Aaron? Uh, one of mine is over 15. And okay. So two people uh, that only got one success each, one of which being Merrick got an at one. And then Tama actually got two successes. Um, all right. So Tama, some about the fact that you found the horses just kicked you into overdrive. And you dig out those goddamn horses. <laughs> and those horses... Horses start struggling, but they are still reined and bitted to ragged <laughs> as they're trying to claw out, which is helping the situation. Your successes are able to, with one success each and an at one, as the wagon comes into view and you're digging around, you recognize something very weird. The armor is there. Your supplies don't seem to be there. Anything that you grabbed when you were running out of camp? <laughs> gone. More importantly, Dicks. there should be a Lannick there. He should be there. <laughs> he was there. He ain't there. Motherfucker. Uh, the horses and you eventually get things out. The wagon is busted as fuck. Um, the axle is completely broken in, the, in, in, in between the fore and rear wheels. The horses are shook but they are alive and still attached to this broken wagon. <laughs> and uh, Lannick isn't there. What do you, what do y'all do? Um, there it's mostly, uh, I just am deeply unsettled that all the stuff would be gone, but the armor is still there. Yeah, same. Yeah. Scratch wants to keep digging and looking around because if he's not in the wagon, then maybe like he got jostled or like fell out or something like how much around the wagon have we dug out? Uh, so you dug out a good portion around the wagon, but not necessarily behind it and stuff could have come off with the horses because the horses would like once they got any kind of hoof under them, mm -hmm. they started like trying to fucking, you know, like roll out. Yeah. And so they're dragging, hopefully dragging not the breaking wagon. their own legs. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Amazingly not. I will have you um, choose what you do to investigate this situation do you roll investigate insight perception arcana history survival i'm gonna say investigation because i got plus five on that yep all right oh thank god okay 19 19 you find uh some of the packs with some of the papers in them um including specifically lanix equipment <laughs> as well as some of your rations. Now, all of you had your better armor on, your better equipment on, mm -hmm. um, uh, and you find some of the money. Um, you find in that some some items there, but that is that is what you find, Scratch. Merritt and Tama, do you go anywhere in on this? Yeah, I'm going to go uh, help uh, look around, try to see if we can find anything, particularly Lanik, but supplies too all right um skill check again it can be any number of skills they can almost all be applied to this minus you know like acrobatic persuasion <laughs> persuade mm -hmm. 
DC 30. Um, yeah, no, uh, investigate, insight, perception, arcana, history. I'll go uh, insight. Uh, uh, stuff like that. Okay. Ooh, nice. Uh, that's a 19 total. You find a little bit more stuff. Uh, you find the wreckage of, uh, like, or you find another bedroll, um, some more of your supplies, uh, uh, the rest of your gold, and a little book. A little book. <laughs> you recognize, Tommy. You're the only one that recognizes it because you're the only one that's caught him doing it. Is Lanik's diary. Ah. Ooh. Salacious. Merit, do you also go? Yeah, over yeah. So after once once we got the horses out, like Merit's super rattled. He probably honestly just kind of like took a minute checking over the horses, maybe clean clearing some of like the broken stuff uh, that they're still attached to off of them. Um, and once once someone actually found more stuff, once Scratch actually found some of their stuff, was like, okay, I'll. I'll get my shit back together and and go help look for stuff. Um, investigation. Um, that's a uh, fifteen. Uh, the last bit that you find is you find a small little idol. It's about the size of what would have been Lanik's thumb. You find no trace of Lanik, uh, but you find a small idol that's the size of Lanik's thumb. And I am gonna have merit specifically role religion. Natty one. <laughs> merit, Oof. you don't give any fucks about the pantheon of gods Ooh. that much. I'm um, like, cool. You're like, it's a, it's a, it's a little toy. It's a little toy. <laughs> and everything and that that's what it looks like found this neat thing I found this neat thing here it's <laughs> yeah, a little god knob i don't know <laughs> for those that look at it it is a small little idol uh that isn't particularly detailed but kind of roughly inf infers the form of it's, it's like two-sided and there's one that's kind of lighter side of the stone and one that's darker side of the stone and on the lighter side there appears to be like a kind of a like a rough idea of a bearded man and upon the darker side there appears to be a rough idea of a uh of like a solid woman like a like a bowed head woman mm -hmm. but then when uh uh merit rotates it to show you the opposite side the light side has a smiling woman and the dark side has a kind of a sadder bearded man hmm. Interesting. And so it has like a little bit of illusionary kind of like trick of the eye where it seems to be changing, but they essentially just flip between it. So you found pretty much all of your money, all of the equipment uh, that you had managed to gather to get out of this uh, disappearing void pit. Um, the horses, a wagon, which uh, Scratch, give me a uh, uh, like an insight check on that wagon. Okay. Seven. Scratch, you are 100% confident with the tools you have on your person. You can fix this wagon. Um, uh, uh, this wagon will be fine to fine in no time. Um, yeah, as I said earlier, I did kind of detach whatever was broken yeah. off from the horses. So it's just kind of on its own up there. Yeah, the wagon itself. Um, in reality, it's broken at the mid axle, like between mm -hmm. the axles. Okay. But 
it, you get the feeling that if you were to turn it into almost like a chariot, mm -hmm. <laughs> it yeah, would okay. still be able to balance. No, especially yeah. if you centered the armor, uh, if you got the armor centered so that its weight was kind of like leaning right above the axles, mm -hmm. it would be yeah, heavy no, enough and square enough and kind of fill it up yeah, yeah. enough to do that. <laughs> um, no, I follow. Uh, yeah, okay. Hell yeah. Let's yeah, uh, uh, let's hack that together. Yeah, so it'd be kind of a bigger chariot, but you could do that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Then you have the journal. You have the papers. Uh. Looking through these papers, uh. None of these are y'all's. These are all Lanix possessions. Uh, uh. Uh. As far as if you had writings or books or such that you had managed to grab, those would be found in your own packs. But the ones that I'm talking about are Lanix possessions, most notably. Uh, you know, a certificate of being a champion uh, combatant, a letter of uh, appreciation or a letter of representation for the House Morning Sun. Um, but last and not least are like the diary. And then there is a letter that's still in its envelope. It's been opened um, because the wax seal has been broken, but it's been pushed back in its envelope and it is um, to Lanik specifically in the with the seal of the house morning sun which is just a sun with like little triangles around it to kind of represent the the the, 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 the kind of like fire coming off of it in a circle around those triangles that is what you have in this moment as you have been looking for minutes and minutes and not finding hide nor hair of lanik anywhere <laughs> well shit well he's just gone right <laughs> apparently um do we have any clues as to where I couldn't find anything? Did you find any clues as to where he might have gone? Either of you? Barrett is an old one just like staring at his hand. <laughs> I just mean, hold up the idol. <laughs> there's this his diary and this letter, but I, I don't know if this is going to be a clue. I don't know. I go to the last page that's written in in the diary. Dear diary. Today we had a wonderful combat training with Dama and uh, Scratch. Uh, Merit is fitting in fine. Fine, I am feeling very successful, and I knew that this new positive thinking path that I have been on for the last several weeks would greatly brighten the mood of not only me, but my subordinates. I expect to find Tama absent in the middle of the night when I go up to pee. Uh, also, I am rather worried about what Rupert, Rupert, by the way, is the name of the current sitting lord, like leader of house morning sun okay uh, i'm concerned what rupert is going to do in regards to me uh figuring this issue out in david's town this isn't exactly my specialty but we will find out uh <laughs> and uh, and then he puts xoxo heart heart and then like draws a kissy mouth <laughs> and, 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 and then and then that's it that's, the page that's, is that's a little wrinkled like he kissed the mouth yeah, it's a little wrinkled <laughs> like he kissed it we need to check that letter yeah um all right yeah let's read the letter i haven't decided what rupert's voice is going to be yet okay. so i'm just gonna be like yeah. lanik it appears that yeah. there are concerns in david's town I know the season begins shortly but i have scheduled a match for you to swing through there before you go to the sky spire I need you to reach out to David and uh, discuss with him the particulars of what he suspects is going on. This is, of course, concerning the great sport and what we've been talking about over the last uh, several months. 
So please pursue this. Uh, when you meet David, let him know you're sent by Rupert when he asks for a password. The password or the passphrase is Rupert is a very wonderful man. A very, very wonderful man. <laughs> and he will know that you've commu I've communicated this to you. Thank you very much. Uh, enjoy dealing with matters in David's town. Uh, we appreciate it. And I have sent along a bit of a bonus for you and the crew. You all didn't receive a bonus. No. <laughs> <laughs> <That> asshole. <laughs> We've got to head to David's town. We've got to read through this, painfully read through this journal to figure out what they've been talking about the last few months. Yeah. Mm. I don't mind reading through the journal. Okay. Good. I'll leave that to you then. Just yeah. remember to dish lighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so, well, Scratch works on repairing the wagon and making it into, uh, like, a chariot, almost. Kind of thing, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, a weird chariot kind of thing. Yeah. You have to, um, uh, 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 cut down the body of it a little bit so that it's thinner than the wagon spoke, instead of over the wagon spoke, so you can lower its center of gravity so it can hold up things. Mm -hmm. And then you figure out that there's potentially salvageable a way to, uh, do it a little bit better. Uh, roll, um, let's say Arcana is your role for all things construction related. Okay. And cool. we'll just say that that's your study because there's no like knowledge engineer. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. No, yeah, that makes the most sense, especially as an artificer. Mm -hmm. Artificer. The, um, yeah. Cool. We'll say that you're recalling the various designs for magical contraptions mm -hmm. in your book, and that's how you learned how to engineer. So you yeah. always think through magic to design specs. Yeah. Well, I figure, you know, uh, especially as an artificer, anything that I learned, like, magically was also, like, just literally everything was some magic, but then also some engineering. So it's, like, the same shit for yeah. uh, Scratch. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, you figure out a way to make it a little bit more sturdy and stable by uh, cut since you're cu already cutting away and you realize that you can take half of the back axle, um, uh, cut it as a throughway, and then make this almost like a chariot tricycle, which will give you a little bit more lengthwise. Awesome. Make it easier to fit the <laughs> armor and your stuff on it. Um, however, it will not fit the rest of you on it. Well, it has all of that. Whatever you have that you can't carry goes on the the chariot and then you'll just kind of have to walk the horses the rest of the way better than nothing i guess <laughs> um can one horse pull all of that uh no okay not with the armor <laughs> uh, so we're all pretty small just yeah that's true <laughs> i like you the can, way you think however do you do you want to try to ride the horses while they're pulling the no chariot? no <laughs> yeah um yeah uh, no I, they hate that now that you're on the road to david's town um I'm going to have Tama roll an investigation check. I'm going to have Merit roll a perception check. And I'm going to have Scratch roll an insight check. All righty. 22. Ooh, nat 20. Nat 20 on your insight? <laughs> yeah. He rolled well? Right? Like now of all times, too. <laughs> 15 total. All right. Tama. As you're thrumming, thumbing through the diary, um... Uh, you are getting a very different picture of Lanik than he presented. He always kind of presented a bit of a stuffy, kind of dorky guy that didn't seem like he was too aggressive. 
and was pretty against the idea of like regular combat and proud to be part of the great sport which of course replaced lots of like real war conflict by allowing diplomacy and and and, and interaction between the states to just be like this is my champion i have them fight if they win then you gotta you know play a bit more ball with me diplomatically and though you know no one's fighting for territory in the midland continent right now on the fold um uh better trade negotiations better deals and just you know a sense of pride comes with it so tribalism was able to shift from military to sport real quickly um and uh Atlantic was proud of that as you read his diary entries, you begin to take shape something that he sort of vaguely mentions over multiple entries. So Lanik talked about he would be a mercenary. He would be a killer. It is becoming more and more clear to you that he was absolutely this before this and that he was plucked out of that lifestyle. And the sort of like non-confrontational like sort of a dick but like not like a really cruel way Lanik was an affectation he put on uh because it made him more comfortable than than what he sort of references in this and it was him very kind of deliberately trying uh you also note that he has some sort of debt that he is eating him up inside that he's like marking and saying oh we're closer to this you know making progress <laughs> onward and upward uh, that he's paying off which might explain why when he registers the payments that he gets from uh, uh, Rupert Morning Sun they are almost twice the amount that he has been saying you all have been paid and he has been uh, grifting like more than half purely for him to pay this off and he read, writes notes about that in a kind of a regretful way it's like Soon, during the end of this, by the end of this season, I'll be able to pay them what they're worth and, <laughs> and everything like that. But I need to do this. And, you know, but it doesn't change the fact that he did it and that he lied to you and that he was your boss. And maybe some of this brings up some feelings for Tama <laughs> about Tama's general experience whenever he runs into anyone with any level of power. <laughs> I mean, Tama's immediate thought process is shocking a member of the noble cast is uh engaged in deception lies money laundering stealing he's just he's furious he's just like every new thing he's reading about him that's negative is just reinforcing stereotypes and he's genuinely kicking himself for almost starting to like lanik <laughs> As he's reading, you just see, like, Thomas start to uncomfortably shift and look like his face grimaces and he gets angry and you hear a couple <laughs> motherfucker, like, sort of <laughs> exclamations from him. Very uh, improper speech that you're, you're, he tries to be kind of put on that air of that yeah. floaty speech a lot of the times. But yeah, now he's, this is just raw hatred. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once I get through it all and I kind of digest it, I give you guys the 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 short version, but mm -hmm. make sure to mention the individuals, just list the individual sins that have been committed here. Mm -hmm. Um but give you as much of the information as I can I can share. What a what a scratch and merit respond with when they discover that they've been getting essentially half what they should. Uh, scratch ain't happy, but she just kind of spits and she's like that fucking figures. <laughs> Merit's 
sad, but he wasn't really attached to the night yet. Mostly, he's just like, ah, that sucks for you guys and doesn't know how to verbalize that. And so... So I hate to bring this up, but what the hell are we going to do? We are... We don't have Lanik. Yeah, um... No, that's a good question. I figure that's... Uh, let, let's, uh, let's talk it out on the way to Davidstown, because we still gotta go there. And, uh, we'll figure out the Lanik thing on the way, maybe? Um, do you have any ideas? I don't want to go home yet. <laughs> And we don't have uh, to. So as, but... <laughs> as Merit says, I don't want to go home yet. With a 20 insight scratch. Yeah. You know that you're definitely in the right headspace. Going to Davidstown is the thing that makes sense either way. If you were to choose to go home, you just take the rail ferry through the mountain passes uh, uh, from Davidstown to Rachel Soul. It would be a comfortable trip. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have enough money. There was more money in the supplies, as you discovered once Tama told you uh, <laughs> that there was more money. So you more than have enough for the cargo and yourselves to just train back to Rachel Soul. You explain that Lannick is gone, but with the 20 insight, that means they got to find a replacement champion. That can take years unless there happens to be a promising pugilist that you just didn't notice over the past year or two of uh, working on this crew and <laughs> following these champion bouts closely. And so probably years Yeah. Uh, in that time, you aren't getting paid. You aren't being paid to make an armor. The champion armor is the best thing yeah. that you've probably ever crafted. And it's getting notoriety for how very good and unique you can deliver on that so yeah all right with a 15 perception merit you smell your hand you don't you didn't you didn't go i wonder what my hand smells like it's just <laughs> well you were gesturing well something you smell a bit of cinnamon and cardamom You've not eaten anything with cinnamon or cardamom. That isn't what a scratch was smoking. It doesn't have any hint of, of, of tobacco. And with a 15 perception, you realize that this is the hand that you've been playing with that little totem. Like, because he hasn't been fiddling with the idol. He's been like helping. Yeah, do you know, stuff no, you, you saw the like... idol, you fiddle with it a bit. And after helping with the horses, after helping with the chariot, your right hand still smells like cinnamon and carbon. Yeah, we'll probably just wipe it on his pants and be like, huh, weird. Yeah. Um, if he goes to smell it again after he's wiped it on his pants, just as strong as before. All he did was touch like a religious thing. Religious things use oils and weird smelling shit all the time. Merit doesn't know or care about that stuff. So. All right. Um, we move on from that. Uh, <laughs> moving on from Davidstown. Uh, 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 moving on from Davidstown, or toward Davidstown. Oh, I was going to say, damn. <laughs> Skip uh, right over yeah. it. <laughs> moving towards Davidstown. Do you all do anything else while you're kind of uh, walking beside these horses uh, on the chariot? Yeah, you don't know what to do with Lanik. Yeah. Uh, Tama. Yeah, we're Tama, definitely talking Tama. about what the hell to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, you don't have Lanik. You just realized that you were all spoke. You all felt like you were being paid well 
before you knew you were being paid half. Yeah. Now you know you're being paid extremely well. <laughs> and Lanik was being paid more than all of you, of course. Of course. <laughs> before he started grifting. <laughs> Tama. See, this is why employees need the need to have the right to discuss pay wages. with each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Tama. Um, I can't go back home and I can't go back to just playing taverns again. Like, it's fun, but it's really, really doesn't pay well. This is the most money I've made ever. I don't know what to do, because without Lanik, we don't have a champion. That's true. <laughs> I've nothing left at home. Uh, and no real no real experience or ability to do other trades so well the way I see it there isn't really any going back for me either cause I can't really just go back and go hey I lost your champion um, I don't know. Maybe we could find someone to wear the armor and fight temporarily, and we can... Swear them the secrecy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, you know, take care of them afterwards, but that might be better. <laughs> Yo, we, we, we'll ensure their silence, but yeah. Um, Where are we going to find a Goliath? <laughs> The, the, a human could barely operate that armor. It takes at least two of us to operate the armor. That's true. You know. The two of us can operate the armor. Two of us can operate the armor. That's a good point. What if... Hold on. Is there... Uh, out of character here. Is there enough room for three of us in the armor? There is absolutely enough room for three of us. And if you remember, <laughs> Lanik at the thing says, we'll get you in the armor. We'll see about uh, Scratch figuring out how to get all three of you into that. That's armor. right. That's and right. Yeah. You know, immediately. So, yeah. Two of us can fit. We could probably fit three of us in. I just need to reconfigure the controls and like. You so know. before we go down the crazy road, <laughs> I need to I need your brain on this one. We're already down the crazy road. Technically but speaking, what happened with the dirt home from the could, <laughs> Technically speaking, could uh -huh. you retrofit the armor that all three of us could operate it, or it could be operated by two of us? Oh yeah, for sure. I just need a little bit of time. Got to work on it some, but yeah, absolutely. I've been thinking about this for a while anyway, so I already got like some ideas in my head. Just need to hammer them out and try them out. A binder explodes with just like pictures of multiple people in the armor. Just <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like different multiples of people, like up to seven. <laughs> like I've given this card. a lot of thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's even a human centipede drawing. <laughs> yeah, I'm that, sorry. Well, so, oh, no. yeah, that came from a session where I was thinking, like, well, what if, you know, you weren't able to get people out of the armor? And, like, you know, what, how would you deal with feeding and, well, you know, I other thought, needs? Did, okay, that's what I, I did. Like that. That's my fault. There's like, a, there's, like, a 30 pixie centipede, like, loop in one oh, of the pictures. 
This yeah, after fault. that, this is my. I thought like, okay, I'll make the one little one little crass joke, and then uh, you know what? It'll be moved. No, no that's on me. But, um, that, that's yep. That's this group. But yeah, no. Uh, the sixty, so the sixty pixies. That kind of like after that first centipede drawing, I just kind of like I don't know. I went down a weird path. For I, I get it. So without having to sew any of us together, we could <laughs> technically do this, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I've got about fifty plans here for non-sewn together ways this could work. I have no problem <laughs> lying my ass off to the nobility. Oh yeah. Can we you know. two keep That's a straight face? I can promise you that I'll try. At the very least, I just shut up. Have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I can do. I wouldn't have me talk. <laughs> well, I don't Otherwise, mind doing I think the we're talking okay. <laughs> and the convincing. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> so Are we all on the same page here? I think we're all on the same page. I mean, uh, if I'm if I'm reading you right, you want to be the head. I don't care what part I end up operating. I'm saying we just keep going. We of course we try to look for Lannick or oh. we try to do something to find Lannick. Yeah, yeah. But until Natural. we do, or we find a replacement, or our cover's blown, or whatever, we can keep doing this and we can keep getting the money. <laughs> um, you know what? It takes some doing, but uh, I'm definitely down. I mean, this Davidstown exhibition match would be a good test of whether or not we can do it. That's worst, true. Worst case scenario, we get knocked out the first time we ever try doing it. We realize it's not the right thing, and we all go our separate ways. Uh, it's not an official match. So it's not like it's yeah. a huge embarrassment. Yeah. No, yeah. So I was thinking, so yeah, we were definitely on the same page. But I was only thinking this next match. I was like, what do we do for this next one? Uh, but like continuing to do it. <laughs> well, let's yeah. just see how the first one yeah. goes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Mm. <laughs> I'm in. Pause yeah. in. <laughs> Hand in. Hand in. Yep. Yeah. Pit crew. Pit crew. <laughs> uh, so as you all decide to deceive things, some uh, items come to mind. This is justifiable. There are, there's no rule that technically says a dog can't put champion <laughs> armor. No, there's no rule that technically says that you can't do this to exactly this degree. Champion armor doesn't really have a lot of written down rules. It's just assumed that if there's an armor that it, it, there are a couple, you can't be a large size creature or bigger as a champion. <laughs> um, you can't have people not engaged in the fight casting spells and it's very specifically written that or using any abilities to help you during combat rounds and is only allowable to utilize a uh, creature with like smart enough intelligence to understand the danger that they're putting themselves in by doing this because these are battles to knock out often Battles mm -hmm. to severe injury sometimes, and very occasionally, some people die in this. It is not an unbrutal sport. Yeah. And in fact, lots of times people have have died in the pugilist layer, which is the kind of like the AAA league of the great sport. It's where a lot of people that don't have large funding go to get there to show off. And that's what usually fights in this arena in Davidstown. 
But if the if you read the rules the right way, there's nothing against the three of you mm -hmm. operating it. Alright. Um, so uh, I mean, even if our cover's blown, the worst case scenario is we're disqualified. It would yeah. be an embarrassment to House Morning Sun. Because you, none of you have ever heard or remember or recall ever a champion that's under the height of like almost seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> like they're all big, powerful, larger size, medium creatures um, that are intelligent. In fact, honestly, you're also kind of strange for a pit crew. Most people think that you have to be huge and powerful. Powerful is the design <laughs> that most people prioritize in champion armor. Heavy durability, heavy weight to push in, some magical effects, but that's all an accent to just, like, hitting. Yeah. Essentially, all champion armor is is basically barbarian and or fighter-style armor. Um, uh, just completely encasing the body. You talk it out and you hash it out on the way to Davidstown. Approaching Davidstown, you realize that none of you have actually gone into Davidstown ever before. <laughs> you might have gone through it to get back to Regal Soul by getting off of a boat, walking literally the shortest amount, which is 600 feet, to the trolley rail tra uh, ferry <laughs> that is right off the docks and then going inside of that ferry and going in. But you've never really experienced Davidstown. You know that it holds the port of the north that leads uh, into Haza proper and specifically Regal Soul. And it's often used outside the months of Antifrost and Hindfrost, which we are just past. So that's fine. Anyone, um, any of you that know a thing or two about ships, docks, or population know, however, that Davidstown isn't what it should be. It should be a small fishing village on the north of, a, of the Midland continent that, you know, has fish, exports, but otherwise, nothing beyond that. Um, uh, but there are too many small inns, little restaurants, bars, pubs, <laughs> little coves for tourism. And you realize that that in the summer months and in uh, hind uh, fate, uh, which is the later spring month and the early fall month, there might be too many people for this ferry to be able to ferry across in a given day. So people have to stay here. And thus, you've come to the tourist trap of Davidstown. There are kiosks everywhere with tchotchkes of the Morning Sun family. <laughs> There's stuffed animals of Rupert Morning Sun uh, that are like they're sewn together with sackcloth and dyed with paint dyes. There's banners of the Morning Sun banner. There's even a couple small statues of one Lannick, great champion of <laughs> the Morning Sun, who's made it to the finals. Uh, final rounds the last two years running and did was won his first one last year with his excellent new artificer scratch and so there's everything this whole thing is branded for haza sales there's maps of haza there's specialty haza foods that none of you have ever heard of <laughs> that are just like putting whipped cream on a thing whipped cream doesn't go on <laughs> and, and everything um and uh yeah you can tell that this is more than just a fishing town anymore that weather storms with low stone buildings and trades and seafood and fat oils the gateway to haza it's a gateway to one of the most prominent champions uh, uh that are that are uh sponsored in the world it's a gateway to the capital right now at least of the great sport 
And so uh, you come into uh, town. You come into David's town. It's a bunch of low buildings. Uh, they're all stone. There's, you can definitely tell that second stories have been added over the last like 10 years or so. Those are usually wood and clay and stucco kind of kind of uh, buildings with added shingles. Um, nothing's too dense in here. The streets are fairly wide. The docks are big and you can kind of see them as you approach. Uh, Davidstown is kind of on a slope. Off to the right of it, you see the old keep, which is the arena and absolutely where you will need to go. But it is 4.30 in the morning. So the only people that are up are fisher folk and alcoholics. Yeah. We should probably find an inn and check in. Yep. Somewhere to sleep, somewhere to kind of get our stuff stowed while it's dark. Yeah. All right, so uh, Davidstown Inns Wise, um, uh, what you see as you're walking down essentially what is one of the few main roads of Davidstown is um, first, um, scratch, roll, insight, or investigate, or history. All right, I'm going to do investigate. That is a 17. Okay, well, you were looking through the papers. You did remember... And you do recall to pull out that um, there are uh, a notice, a writ of receipt um, that was must have been magically delivered um, <laughs> that ha said that you already had rooms scheduled for Lamic ah, and nice. the rest of you at the High and Dry, which is a uh, three story inn that you can kind of see kind of closer to the dock side uh, that looks relatively nice. However, with that same investigate, I'll, I'll throw in a little bit there. The rooms were put in Lanik's name. Mm -hmm. None of you were Lanik. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so there are other things that you pass. The Brass Bass, um, that is a nautical-themed hotel <laughs> slash pub. And when I say nautical-themed, I mean like the cheesiest restaurant you can believe. It's painted blue, and it's got like pirate ship parts on it. Which is sort of weird because you could just pan left to the docks where those ships exist. <laughs> yeah. And you could just, I guess, eat on a ship if you wanted to. <laughs> um, uh, you got uh, Beached and Thirsty, which is like just kind of a nice warm stone and uh, dark wood inn. You've got the Penny and the Guild, which is like a, a, a two layer inn that you walk by where the lower layer looks kind of cruddy and the upper layer looks super nice. <laughs> um Got a place called Wendy's, which just has a picture of a woman with red pigtails on the front in a striped dress. Um, it looks like a restaurant of some kind, but also maybe it has rooms. And then, uh, 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 yeah, but yeah, those are your, there's a window sticking out by the road. At the Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> There, there, there is the, the. It does smell like delicious hamburgers coming out of the Wendy's. Um, um, and then uh, there are some other places too. Um, uh, you realize that most places that are like taverns or pubs or inns, and most inns are also taverns or pubs. It seems like they're maximizing trade space here. Okay. So, by my estimate, so like, all right, quick, quick huddle. Um, pit crew huddle. <laughs> pit crew huddle. Do we just want to go where we have rooms and uh, just? Lanik is doing his indisposed morning workout. or <laughs> he always goes for early morning for the night. run before his before any fight yeah yeah that sounds good to me absolutely like nobles always have their retainers or whatever show up early and like 
arrange things for them ahead of time. We have his time. armor. And we have yeah. his we yeah. have his we have his writs. Yeah, exactly. Now I okay, so one important thing. We need to see if possible, if you can get us a room that'll let us do the like adjustments and testing that we need to do. Don't the arenas usually have like a workshop specifically for the champion armor? The arenas oftentimes do, but those aren't particularly private. Like they're private enough for like pre-match kind of warm up stuff. But like it would be weird if you were in there this early, honestly, certainly. (laughs) And then um, in there kind of working and testing things like people could easily walk in on you (laughs) on an arena. There's no like locked doors for most of those chambers. I got it. You walk in in his armor. Okay. He wears his armor the day of a match. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like to be out of it. (laughs) They're not going to question him. Yeah. No, I totally remember that. He has that superstitious thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I follow you. He he needs to wear his armor the day of the match. So I'll walk in with the two of you, do the talking. Hell yeah. All right. Done. Be easy. And that way, at least we get the armor in. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Uh, So... Uh, you make your way down to uh, the high and dry, um, which is amusingly, of course, the closest to the water. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 but you have to find roll perception to find where you can tuck a I, way I, to load into the armor as people. Uh, you know how to do this. This isn't new. Um, I appreciate this fantasy medieval society's uh, grasp and generous use of irony. Uh, 15. Yeah. 11. 4. Nice. Solid four. <laughs> yeah. Merritt just starts getting into the armor almost immediately. And, and unfortunately, Scratch stops him. Well, no, they're no, doing no. that, Tama. You realize that the alleyway behind that Wendy's is pretty secluded. Uh, I guess we're going to go to the uh, Wendy's alleyway. <laughs> that Wendy's alleyway. Something more comfortable. Wendy's alleyway um, is there. What you thought was an alleyway was actually a small window where people could just walk up and get their food, but they have to make room noises while they do it. It's a really weird. World. Drive their carriages it's carriage through. Carriage, carriage, only. Yeah. carriage yeah. horse. <laughs> it's not an alleyway. It's a ride through. Uh, uh, no, it is. It is a secluded alleyway, and you're able to get into the armor. This is not new for you. You don't have to like roll anything for this. Yeah. It is new for merit though. Um. Uh. So there's not going to be a lot of rolls in this armor. I'll be the legs in that case. You'll be the legs? Yeah. Uh, There's not going to be a lot of worlds in this armor. Uh, uh, I am going to, if you're the legs, scratch, do a deception roll. (laughs) All right. Not a lot of emoting done with the legs, but let's see. Oh, dirty 20. All right. You do a great job at looking like an almost eight foot tall person in your stride. Yeah. That very much feels like you've seen Lannick walk in this armor. When you all are usually in it, you move in it like people who have like a foot and a half a leg. Um, (laughs) And so your strides aren't super long. You're not confident. You don't wide stance. Yeah. uh, In in, in the way that you normally would if you're a taller person with a lot of upper heft. Yeah. But you do that. So. Uh, you get back in the chariot, you move your way down to the high and dry. There's not much else going on. Uh, there's some bakers kind of 
warming up their ovens are, are and stuff. Are we just standing in the armor in the back of the chariot? <laughs> uh, you are now. You are impressive yes. as fuck. You've got a bard Hell leading yeah. you, an obvious bard, got the instrument out, looks super, super flary because of just the natural, like, tattoos and aesthetic of, <laughs> of, of, of your people. Green hair and shit. Tail. Um, you've got your bard, you got two horses pulling what seems to be a fairly decently crafted chariot with the fucking Atlantic on it. <laughs> and people are in fucking pressed. Yeah. You immediately turn some heads. The six alcoholics you, that are out right now. <laughs> the alcoholics, the early bakers, the fishmongers, the deliverers. They're fucking excited, but they have business to attend to. They don't mob you. <laughs> you get inside the inn again. It's a multi-storied inn called the High and Dry. Um, ah, it's simple. It's clean. It's the only inn that does not have a tavern. Dry is also. You see, um, damn Atlantic. Is, <laughs> of course, Atlantic yeah. shows the sober. Inn. And this is it why I don't sleep high. where you all sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what about and, the high part? <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. Strangely enough, it does smell like delicious, skunky, dank ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, good. it's not this room. There are. You can roll a perception check to see if there's an opium den and or a, just a place to smoke greens. Um, uh, yeah, like, do we have to jump straight to opium? There's no in between drugs. Wow, we went, we just, went from alcohol to opium, opium real quick. or nothing. Yeah. Alcohol, opium. <laughs> I mean, opium's only one jump from weed, honestly. It's <laughs> opium to crocodile, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> to, to those kids that huff stevia. Uh, you get to the front counter. Uh, there is a young man uh, there, like, barely in a, a teenager, even. Like, almost like a boy. <laughs> um, uh, and he is doing his best to try and stay awake. It's unclear if he's been up or not at night, or if he's just woke up for the early shift, but... He is bleary-eyed and kind of like half-lidded and drifting as he sits at the counter at There's the front of the inn. <laughs> <laughs> I walk in very confidently ahead of Lanik, and I uh, I exclaim to the uh, young man standing at the counter, half asleep, checking in for Sir Lanik, champion of House Morning Sun. It shocks him awake, and he's like, oh, 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 yeah, um, yeah, and he looks through his ledger book, and he scans through, and he's like, yes, Lannick, and, uh, you'd be his herald bard. Tassilius the Speaker. Ah, Tassilius the Speaker. Yeah, the Speaker. Can you, uh, where, aren't there two more, two more in your party? I was told there'd be four. Yes, of course, they are, uh, tending to the horses down at the arena. Oh, okay, so you won't need be needing to stable the horses here? Well, of course, dropping the gear off and then taking the horses back up. Oh, okay, so they're dropping the gear off at the arena, which is off to the side of town, and then they're going to bring the horses all the way here rather than either leave them at the arena or bring the stuff here. You're very perceptive for a tired young man. <laughs> I appreciate the compliment. It's, okay, it's you my... caught us. I'm trying not to let Lanning. <laughs> they're out with a couple of... Crown folk. Oh, okay, okay. You get me. Come on. I gotcha. Uh, roll uh, deception with advantage because you slid a lie into an open. You revealed a lie inside of a bigger lie, which makes them more trusting of the larger lie. 
Just got to be confident, man. Uh, that is a 21. Nice. Uh, yeah, that works. And he's like, okay. Um, uh, uh, and he looks and he looks past you up at the Lannick armor and, and is like, um, would you, would you like help with your armor, I tr- I try, sir? Uh, Merit tries to like wink when the person first makes <laughs> eye contact. Can Scratch try to whisper up at, uh, at Merit? Yeah. Give a thumbs up. <laughs> for, for those on the podcast, he gives like a janky thumbs, like he tries to thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, do I do I roll to see if I thumbs up the 19 on the die? So nice. it's not that you give a good thumbs up. It's that you give such a different bad thumbs up that <laughs> he's like, like oh, that's yeah. great. I, and, I, I feel like my goal there was like Merritt hadn't used the armor oh, before. Oh. It'd only be janky because he, I thought you were just he hadn't used the armor. But then I realized I can roll to see if he actually figured it out quickly. Okay, okay. <laughs> then you do give a good thumbs up. He's like, okay. And then he starts kind of having people unload stuff from the chariot once it's appropriate. And some money is exchanged hands. Uh, just to let you know, you all have uh, 150 guild on you. Uh, a, a, a knight at the high and dry is five penny. So, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, All right, you are gold. So we can on money. we can buy the high and dry. Uh, it, no, you couldn't buy it, but <laughs> you definitely could. At the rooms that you got, it's five penny. Okay. Um, I think they uh, need to charge more because they're not making bar money. But okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's five penny. Um. Uh. Uh. uh hold, you, oh, hold on. Um. Ask, uh, ask about like room, maybe switching rooms, or if the room that we have has enough room to do like. Do you, maintenance are are, are and you more. whispering this through the armor? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I think I'm just trying to like will it. <laughs> uh, so unless you have message, no. Do you have message? Let me Mine, check. That's a cantrip, cantrip right? Unfortunately not. I have acid oh. splash and spare the dying. So you can splash acid. Don't. And so uh, uh, we, you did discuss needing this though, so I'm fine with you doing this. Yes, of course. And uh, of course, Sir Lannick's room is extra large. He stays with his armor and needs a little room to move. It's a superstition thing, you understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was. Hold on, it wasn't originally, but we can give you the larger room. Um, and it's it's the same price. Just it's just where people have. I he, they're only charging five pennies for each room. Really? For five penny a night what for each room. Decision. Okay, so wait, hey, so give so tossing the kid a penny is an actual substantial tip. Yeah, I mean a penny is like essentially like a couple bucks, um, but like the reason you'll discover the reason things are five penny for a room for a night the, in a moment. I toss him a <laughs> silver and toss say, him a sterling. Yeah, sterling and say and thank him very much for his service and being up at such an ungodly hour. And he, he goes, all right, all right. Um, don't use other than in Lannick's room. Don't use anything. And he winks at you. And he's like, you'll know. Understood. And, and, and everything. And so you get to your rooms and your rooms are pretty straightforward, except everything is behind a cupboard. 
And if you even lightly open a cupboard, oh my God. you see that there's like a little like bit of like papery ribbon that if you were to open it all the way would tear. <laughs> and you begin to realize how they only charge five penny a room. These motherfuckers. <laughs> you are being microtransactioned out the ass. The towels, the soap, any kind of oils, the bu- the, the the water, the fucking um the fucking door to the bathroom now bathrooms in the <laughs> fold are, are 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 in in nicer areas are essentially magical they uh you know pay to create something that creates a circle in a uh, circle a void circle in the bottom <laughs> of thing and just all people the just, just kiss shit into a different plane <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's absolutely what happens one day there's the great like f- a feces war and it's just that plane invading yeah. ours it's, it, 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 you, you, you shit into pocket dimensions and it's fine um watch that turn out to be the major arc of this <laughs> so they're gonna start pretty soon there which telling me is they're gonna start um this this new idea where there's these boxes and uh, you pay a little bit less, uh, but you only get a random box, so you might get some soap, uh, or you can end up with another <laughs> oh, towel. No. You don't know. I mean, you already have some towels, but you might end up with another towel, but you could end up with some soap, or you could get something really good in them. We're not going to say what, but like you could get something really good. But you know, it's 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 fun. It makes it makes your experience more fun. It's 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 a uh, uh, it's it's random choice, which makes everybody. Well, what's weird about sometimes this. the towels a different color. We paid to use room we on the, other the right hand. to use the bathroom, but not the toilet. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, it's 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 just in the bathroom, like closet door, kind of because yeah, it's just yeah, a I toilet get you, I get you. closet. Okay. Um, All uh, right. uh, and then uh, Lannix room is completely different. Lannix room is a big kind of almost warehousey room. It does have a toilet, but there's no like seclusion to it. It's just there, <laughs> and it's just got its little void disc just below uh, like an <laughs> opening hole, um, like an outhouse toilet, and then uh, it does have a basin sink. Uh, with like an exterior water pump that's just in there and very much just looks like a shop and it's obviously built literally for this purpose it is a room built to work on that it has a tiny or it has a cot that would be tiny to lanik and plenty big for any of you even two of you honestly um (laughs) uh and and this room room feels like it has two main purposes first off working on things second off a big open room with toilet just facing it like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just a toilet but like you could function in here and you don't nothing has the little ribbony things in it this is a fully function you gotta go you're using that one nobody (laughs) uses them but we're not paying extra you want privacy it comes out of your own purse so uh you uh, uh uh what do you do when you settle in all right, we're gonna wrap so up here in a when we settle in, the, mainly uh, Scratch is going to be like, all right, so hear me out. Surely, surely the great Morning Sun family like has an account or something that we could charge here, right? Nope. No, no, no they, said they send us a large stipend is from, <laughs> yeah. from what I'm reading oh, okay. in his books. Yeah. It's uh, okay. He gave us a lot of money. They were giving us a oh, lot okay. of money. Yeah. So we can all agree you keep the books and we split anything we don't use to maintain the armor evenly, right? I mean, I can help with the books, but I'm bad with them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not great with them either. How are, how are you on the numbers there, uh, Merit? 
Merritt has already broken something in the room just poking at it. Uh, and just looks up surprised that someone was talking to him. <laughs> like, ah. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I think between the three of us, we can manage the book somehow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So at least for this match, this is doable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can definitely, we got this night locked down for sure. Mm-hmm. Then we... we need to get to work and I'll help. Excellent. Um, <laughs> all right. So magical tinkering. I can imbue a tiny non-magical object with a magical property of my choice. Uh, light up to six second long recorded message emits odor or nonverbal blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, can what can uh, I just imbue something with music so that we have like a radio as we work on stuff. And then that way it also kind of doubles as like a montage sequence of us working on so, it. So um, <laughs> uh, here's what I'm going to have y'all cut to. There's no radios. There are Victrolas. Oh, okay. There are record players. And as as you're kind of getting yourself set up and everything like that, uh, you hear a knock at Lanik's door at the door at the room that you're in and everything. And it's you hear the voice from the other side. Is there anything I can get you? Is there any any supplies you need? Any 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 help uh, there? I know that room's fairly bare. <laughs> uh, do either of you need anything? I'm set. I mean, you're the one that's going to know more than either of us, frankly. <laughs> Uh yeah, get us a Victrola and some records to play. All right, um, <laughs> excellent. And so uh, uh, he comes back very shortly with uh, a Victrola and some records. Um, uh, can I get you to roll Arcana Scratch since you were the leader with advantage because Thomas said he would help, and I assume Merit's helping. helping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merit's always there to help you, but Tama helping is extra. Thirteen. I mean, that's fine. You, <laughs> yeah. You figure out a seating arrangement. I rolled a three and an eight. Now, if three, now three of you could technically fit into this, it'd be a little bit snug, but not wholly uncomfortable, honestly. Mm-hmm. And if the three of you fit into it, you can use its maximum form. So I think the running idea, at least until we know more about how much we're going to continue doing this or whatever, I think... I should stay out of the armor to announce us. And mm-hmm. if we can get me in conveniently without anyone noticing, then I join you t- for the fight. Mm-hmm. But if there's just no way for me to get into the armor with you, or it seems we absolutely are going to need somebody outside, mm-hmm. then based on the situation, we choose one of us to stay out. But I think the general idea is we're at the very least going to need me to announce us. Yeah. What about we get a big cape? We have to hide getting you in the suit of armor. <laughs> you yes. know that's actually something we could totally get away with because it's just that pretentious Hell yeah. uh, big cape is absolutely a great idea to help hide you into the armor um and big cape will allow you to um uh, to have advantage on sneaking into the armor if you feel like it's super necessary we need to find a big cape and uh, there we have it uh, yeah. <laughs> the last episode mortal danger the the second episode a big cape uh our adventurers our pit crew From have an entire to a day cape. a day of uh, 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 events that they have to attend and appearances that they have to make <laughs> as lanik warned them the night before well disguised as lanik and we will see if they succeed at doing that, but they have modified it. It is breakfast time in Davidstown. So we will see you next time when our wonderful pit crew 
continues to play on the sly and pretend to be a eight foot tall Goliath. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, do you have anything that you want to uh, plug? Uh, I've been Aaron. Uh, I'm I play Scratch, and you can find me on YouTube at Triple Aaron. That's Triple Space A Space R A W N. I've been Ron Leota playing Tama, and you can check me out at Leota Roleplaying on Facebook or the roles we play if you want to hear another podcast where me and Steve talk about games. Uh, Kelsey Steven, I've been Merritt Grimclank. Um, you can find me on Dimension 20 related content on Dying of Exposure. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. And I've, of course, been your game mother, your 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 dungeon mommy. Uh, Steve, you can find me on all things Dying of Exposure pretty much at this point. But thank you again for listening. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with episode three and a whole heap and load of combat um uh coming at you because i feel like davidstown is gonna get a little bit rowdy yeah um, <laughs> uh, a little bit rowdy. <laughs>